ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the April 23rd edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Coming up this hour, uh, I enjoy talking to this guy. I've known him for a long time, and uh, I'm going to have some fun with him a little bit later on. Uh, I get to um, call him a Hall of Famer or a pending Hall of Famer. Chris Dickerson is going to be joining us on the program. And the last time he was with us, he was telling us about there's an effort to uh, name the Wayne High School football field for former coach Scott Gerald. Well, that's not happening right now. And Chris is going to give an update on what's going on with it, why there's maybe a push against that or why there hasn't been a push forward on that. So we're going to let Chris update you on that. And, of course, we'll get your phone calls in a little bit later on when we open the phone lines up. we got a lot to talk about, some things happening with Marshall today across the spectrum. We're a few days away from the green and white game scrimmage, whatever you want to call it, the the event that's happening on Saturday. There's going to be a flag football game. There's going to be a controlled scrimmage. There's going to be an opportunity for you to just get your tailgate gear on and go out and tailgate. And, of course, the fountain ceremony, the turning on of the fountain. Now, of course, this is uh, not as a somber event as the event in November. This is more of a positive uh, rebirth type event, if you want to call it that. Uh, I understand that Huntington Mayor Steve Williams is going to be the speaker for the turning on ceremony, and he's a good choice because, of course, his uh, his part in Marshall football, and he's the current mayor of Huntington, so uh, he's got a lot of things he can offer up. So that's coming up this weekend, so we'll talk more about that as we get closer to the event, but practice going on right now as uh, you listen to the show live. We're wrapping up and of course, a couple more times, and then you got to wait until the resumption of practice uh, as we get closer to the season in a few months. So I know a lot of you are excited for football, but we got baseball to get into, softball, and all of that. We'll try to get to that as we progress. But Chris is going to be our main guest on the program today. Tomorrow, David Kahn from the West Virginia Power will join me. And let me tell you right now, if you tune into that segment once a week, uh, David's a great guy. I love talking to him, knows his stuff. He's the voice of the West Virginia Power. So if you like minor league baseball, you like power baseball, it's always interesting to talk to him. Um, I saw his spare time, a lot of the product of his spare time. I saw that. He sent that to me today as we were setting up the show for tomorrow. And he said, I've got to send you my spreadsheet for my fantasy survivor league. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's no. You're, you made that up last week is what I told him. No, that's real. So I saw his spreadsheet today, and let me tell you right now, if you need a guy ever to run your fantasy sports league uh, manually, this is the guy because that is the most in-depth and crazy and, and bizarre piece of documentation. His spreadsheet skills are mad crazy. So that's what's coming up tomorrow, but Chris is coming up. and uh, you know, I love Chris because um, Chris, of course, is in the business as well. He's the editor at the West Virginia Record. He's involved with uh, a lot of what goes on in, uh, in Marshall. Uh, w. Pitt Page School of Journalism and Mass Communication. He's got some history and background there as well. Uh, so he's been around the block a few times. Love talking to him. And, of course, Chris was a great guy. He promoted it on his social feed today. Wanted to uh, let people know, hey, I'm going to be on the show. This is what time I'm going to be on. Appreciated that. And I'm just going to address it right now, uh, mainly on Facebook. And, again, 
these are some of the questions that um, we got from his social media feed. First of all, um, the communications director of the city of Huntington asking uh, Chris to um, um, verify when trick-or-treat times are in the in the town of Wayne. So Chris is going to have to do that. Also, uh, uh, I believe Bill Bissett's title is uh, Grand Poobah of the Huntington Chamber of Commerce. And uh, he wanted to ask me if there's going to be a Frisch's Big Boy restaurant opening up in Huntington. And uh, my response to him is, well, shouldn't you know? And the answer is, I don't know. I heard that rumor. So um, I think there's going to be some comedy involved with this segment coming up in a few minutes. So I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, later on we're going to talk NBA. We'll talk uh, NHL as well. Uh, I'll tell you what happened last night in the NHL. The Capitals got beat by those jerks from Carolina 5-2. to two. we got a Game 7 coming up. Game 6 ending and a victory for the Carolina Hurricanes. Game Seven's coming up. That's going to be fun. And then... We did not get a Game 7 between the Predators and the Stars because the Stars win that one in overtime 2-1 last night, and so the Stars win the series 4-2 over the Nashville Predators. Now, Dallas is a, a team you got to keep an eye on. I think they're going to be a legitimate champion here. They might make a run. I don't know who's left that can you can put your finger on. I think we need to do a new bracket just because, look at it this way, you got your top seeds both eliminated. And if the Capitals go down, uh, this is an interesting point that was brought up to me, that this will be the first time that all the wild cards have advanced. So you're losing your Stanley Cup champion. That's happened before. But you're losing your Stanley Cup champion if Carolina wins, and you're also uh, without Sydney and the Penguins. You're also without the top two seeds, the top seeds, the one seeds, East and West. You're without them, and the wild cards have advanced. If Carolina wins, all the wild cards will have advanced. That was a good point when I heard that earlier. Like, wow, yeah, you're right. And and how fun is this? So another reason why I love the hockey's a little bit more than I do the NBA. We'll give some love to the NBA a little bit later on as well as uh, we'll go over what's going on with the playoffs. But uh, we're going to focus first on uh, my next guest in a few minutes, Chris Dickerson, going to join us. Now he again is the editor at the West Virginia Record, but he's got a project that he's been working on. There's a lot of support for it. But it seems to have found itself uh, in front of a brick wall. We'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, April 23rd edition. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And uh, I um, I have the distinct pleasure now to welcome to the program a soon-to-be Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I just don't know how to just top that. I mean, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Chris Dickerson is joining us on the program I mean, you're going to sign autographs, uh, Dickerson, HOF 2019. I mean, you're gonna, is that how you're going to do your marketing from now on, things like that? I mean, you're, you're, like, <laughs> you're like up there. You're, you're hanging out with uh, – you're like the pantheon of, of the likes of like Dr. Charles G. Bailey over at Marshall and, and some really notable names. Um, yeah, there are some fantastic people in it all in all seriousness. And I'm, uh, I'm honored to be in there and uh, – you know, the uh, group that we have going in this year, uh, besides me, uh, Keith Morehouse, everyone who listens to this show, of course, knows who Keith is and what he's done. Um, Janet Dooley, who's the current associate dean of the College of the School of Journalism. Um, and Sandy Wells, a longtime Gazette 
uh, writer and uh, Rick Hay, who uh, you know has taken more than one million photographs of things going around, going on around Marshall's campus for the past forty or so years. I feel like so, this is uh, a show in uh, itself. Just this, this Hall of Fame class, I, I really do because there's a lot of uh, sports behind it with you. Of course, uh, Rick, yeah. uh, Keith Morehouse, uh, the legend. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? What I really like about this group too is also all five of us have stayed right around here in the tri-state area for our entire careers. And uh, you know, we've done some good things. Uh, we've made an impact here locally. And the school obviously has a ton of fantastic alumni all around the world doing great things. You know, winning Pulitzer prizes. Uh, being on worldwide television and everything like that. But uh, it's also good when we have quality people who stay close to home and uh, do important stuff too. But think of it, you can you can look at uh, Dr. Bailey now, the um, the faculty advisor <laughs> at the uh, student radio station, um, the guy who's – Right. Uh, well, we have – You can just look at him and say, hey, look, I'm a Hall of Famer. Yeah. We all have a secret room where we have a, we meet now. And, uh, you know, one of these days you'll get a key to it. But, uh, oh, you're too right kind. Now, you're too kind. I, I, I'm not getting a key to that room. You know better. You know better. That's kind. Oh, uh, yeah, you are. Um, I like giving you, uh, just giving you the, the business about that a little bit just because it's well-deserved and the fact that, you know, I can, I can give you the business because uh, you're, you're just a guy I can actually kid around with. But uh, right. you, you have been let's, – let's get serious for a second. You have been a guy who has – Run your head against a brick wall. It feels like, at least from uh, from my point of view, uh, you're trying to do something nice, honor someone in the community, and it feels like uh, every time you uh, you take a turn, uh, somebody's hit you upside the head with a two by four. Maybe you've run into a brick wall. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what it's going to take. And, and just to to back up and uh, explain what's going on. Chris is very involved with uh, the efforts to get the Wayne High School football field named for former coach Scott Gerald, which I thought, hey, that's a great idea. You've got someone who has meant a lot to uh, a a generation and then some uh, in the community, Mm -hmm. and it feels like you can't get that thing launched. And it's not because people don't want it to happen. It just feels like there are roadblocks in your way. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, you were talking about all the obstacles. It's almost like a, they just keep throwing more blocking dummies in front of me every time I uh, get around one. There's just someone else. There's another one sitting there waiting for me. Um, you know, this all started last year. Actually, last spring, I had this idea that uh, Wayne High School's football field should be named after longtime coach Scott Gerald, who uh, died about eight years ago. But um, he he coached there for he coached there for about twenty years. Uh, he was instrumental. He uh, literally I'm not just saying this figuratively. He literally built the football field at Wayne High School by his hand when they built the school back in the late '60s. He was down there. He would he plowed it. He sowed the grass. He would pick the rocks out of it. He would line the field. Uh, you know he was there every step of the way when that place was built. And uh, then for the next almost 20 years, he was the coach there on the sidelines. Got Wayne to their first playoff appearance in the late 70s. Laid the groundwork for the great things that came later. But, uh, you know, in addition to that, he was a, a guidance counselor to countless students, including me. You know, he re- he retired from coaching football right before I got to high school. So I never got to play for him. But uh, I'm a family friend my entire life. And, uh I just think that if any, and as we've talked about before, the current coach, Tom Harmon, he has done amazing things there, won state championships, has a fantastic record, has built Wayne into a powerhouse. 
But my whole point is none of that could have happened if Coach Gerald hadn't laid the groundwork years before that and built the field. And that's why I think that field should be named after him. Um, and then, like, in the fall, around December, I put a petition online, and we I just wanted people to sign a petition supporting this idea to name the field after Coach Gerald. And I, we're up to a, about 2,700 signatures. I've went to the school board meetings a few times, presented them these petitions, asked them if they have any questions about it, and it's just not going anywhere. And uh, about a month ago, I finally had a meeting with Wayne County Superintendent Todd Alexander, and in just a few uncertain terms, he said, it's not going to happen. Uh, he and Wayne High School's principal, Sarah Stapleton, he said that they basically just don't like the idea of naming facilities after people. Uh, so it's not even going to be brought to a vote by the, for the school board. I mean, the superintendent would have to put it on the agenda for the school board to even vote for it. Uh, the school board itself could make it an item, but they seem... To me, they seem hesitant, and uh, they just, like they don't want to rock the boat is what it seems to me. They don't even want to make an issue of it. So as of right now, uh, 2,700 signatures against two people who just don't want to deal with it. That's my take. I mean, Fair. there might be more to it. Fair. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, so are there currently any facilities, buildings that have other coaches or other people's names on it in, in the system? Yeah. Uh, well, you got Wilt Salmon's field out at Tulsa High School, the football field. That was named just a few years ago. I don't I remember the exact time frame. You've got Ward Craycraft Stadium down at CK. And about 150 yards from the football field, you've got George Brumfield Ballpark, named after longtime baseball coach at Wayne High School, who is also probably he's been, been he's been right there with me this whole step of the way. He says if he said the football field should be named after Coach Gerald well before the baseball field had been named after him because he considers Coach Gerald his mentor. The reason I asked so, that because I, I knew some of that. I, I didn't know all the facilities, yeah. so it's top of my head. But mm-hmm. uh, the and there's probably I asked that because that's just the ones I can think of. Yeah, there's a precedent set, so that that's why I was mm-hmm. I was trying to establish. Yeah. There's a precedent set. There have been other facilities named, and mm-hmm. um, these gentlemen have. And been I don't honored. know. Now I will say in. Mr. Alexander's defense, I don't think any of those were named when he has been superintendent. I don't know. I honestly can't recall when the baseball field was named after Coach Brumfield. Sarah might have been the principal at the time. I'm not sure of that. Um, another thing in my meeting that I had when I had with Mr. Alexander, he, he uh, said that you know they didn't like the idea of naming the field after Coach Gerald, but they wanted to build a, a little park, I guess for lack of a better term, right as you entered the football field. And have a they have a bust of Coach Gerald there, and then that way they could add other people to it later. You know, like for example, Coach Harmon, uh, but other people too, and uh, have a little memorial park there for uh, people who've meant a lot to the football program. And uh, that I, I know the bust was already in the works because I've talked to Coach Gerald's wife about that, and uh, I don't know the progress of that. I know it's I've been told that it's close to being complete, but. Uh, you know, and and that's fantastic. Uh, I just, I still just very strongly think the field should be named after him in this case. So what <laughs> happens now? What can be done? Uh, is there any opportunity, anything else out there? It feels like maybe a hail mary at this point to to try to at least get this in front of somebody who can make a decision or a let 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, voters vote on this county, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. city, I, wherever. I I don't think I don't think a vote is going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I just wish that the people that the school board and the superintendent and the principal or the administration of the school all just realize how many people are in favor of this idea. Um, I have been told uh, by a couple of school board members that they have received an anonymous letter in opposition to this. You know, one one anonymous letter, and uh, I actually sent a Freedom of Information Request Act to the school board uh, asking for emails regarding any emails that the superintendent or the board members or the principal or the football coach have received about this idea, uh, and including any anonymous letters. And uh, I did get some of the emails that I've sent them back, but not all, not actually not all of them that I even sent to them. And I was told that the anonymous letter was not uh, could not be given to me under FOIA rules. And I'm I'm not, not going to claim to be an expert, but I've I've been in journalism for 30 years and I've submitted a lot of FOIA requests. And for the life of me, I can't understand why they won't give it to me. I mean, it's not about a personnel issue, and it's not about a student. So that's just me. I mean. I might pursue that further, maybe even some legal action. I'm not sure yet. Chris Dickerson's joining us. He is the editor of the West Virginia Record. And, of course, uh, uh, you've known him from um, his years in covering sports and, of course, uh, covering uh, a very uh, diverse uh, group of topics uh, in the state of West Virginia. <laughs> and, of course, uh, now trying to at least get a uh, an opportunity to put it to a vote to name the uh, Wayne High School football field for former coach Scott Gerald. It, it feels like um, it feels like if, if you keep keep maybe mentioning this, bringing this up now and then, eventually somebody might relent, or are they just hoping yeah. that you're going to run out of steam and uh, just go away? Well, I, that, that's the impression I get. I think that they're hoping that I just go away. And, you know, uh, you can ask some people that I've written stories about over the years that I don't let things go away. Um, I... Uh, you know, I'll just keep fighting for this. Uh, that this is what I'm not going to make an issue of it. I don't want to divide the community. But the thing is, I don't think the community is divided. Uh, I think there's a handful of people who don't want this to happen, and they seem to be the ones that can stop it right now. And but you know, school systems get new superintendents, principals eventually retire. Uh, if I have to wait a few years, that's what I'll do. <coughs> this is but just I'm me. I'm not going to let it go. Yeah, this is just me grasping at straws on this but it feels like there's there's something under un, some undercurrent here that they're not wanting to do this and again i could be totally off base on it i yeah. i'm throwing this out here it's just pure speculation but yeah i mean is there some is there somebody else they have in mind or they're looking for maybe a sponsorship opportunity in that case hey we're going to name the field after uh this and we're going to get money for it uh, you know is there something yeah. like that that maybe and, they should just say come out and say hey no we've got other plans for that that's that's just it i mean I, I would just like a solid answer rather than we just don't want to do it. And I've heard both of those. I've heard that, well, you know, why should why would we name it after Coach Gerald when Coach Harmon has won state championships and has more wins than anybody else? And, again, nothing against Coach Harmon. In 2007, when he was named the Herald-Dispatch Sportsman of the Year, I'm the one who nominated him. I'm the one who gave his uh, induction speech or uh, introductory speech at the ceremony that day. Uh, I've known Tommy since we played midget league football against each other. He played for Buffalo and I played for Wayne. We, you know, we were bitter rivals, but I respect the guy. He's a fantastic coach. Uh, 
uh, there's nothing wrong with naming the facility after Coach Cheryl and Coach Harmon. I've heard, you know, I've I've heard that could be one reason. I've also heard the idea about a sponsorship. But let's just be honest. I mean, if uh, let's just say uh, Marathon Oil comes in and wants to uh, na- buy the naming rights to a high school stadium around here, are they going to go to Wayne first when Huntington High and Spring Valley and Cabell Midland are all just sitting there with names that are, you know, names for the taking? Honest, you know. Wayne has a fantastic football program and a great tradition, but if I if I'm a PR person for a corporation, I'm going to Huntington High and Capital Midland and Spring Valley first, anyway. Chris Richardson, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. That's the two. I've I've just I've heard those things too, and you know I've tried to think of so many things, what reasons, underlying reasons why, and that's the only things I can come up with. Chris Dickerson is joining us. Um, he is currently a uh, pending Hall of Famer. Uh, he gets officially uh, inducted uh, soon. Uh, you get like a, a robe, a ring, you know, you get a plaque, something. Really nice. we, we get like, yeah, we get a nice uh, uh, sweater and, uh, you know, smoking jacket, I should say. Okay, a smoking um, jacket for the W. Pitt Paid School of Journalism and Mass Communications. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really long one because there's so many letters to put on it. So Marshall University. William Page Pitt School of Journalism, Mass Communications Hall of Fame. You know, it's about 13 letters, so it really drapes the floor. But it's a real nice-looking jacket. I was hoping you get, like, a championship ring. Just, like, a little... Like... Uh, uh, that's that's a great idea. Maybe, maybe uh, Keith and I will work on that because, you know, little-known fact, I think Keith and I will be the first people being inducted who have won the Coit's Invitational Tournament at Marshall University. Which, uh, yet to be invited to, because uh, I'm just saying somebody was scared when I had a co-host on this show that we would come in and run that thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'll, I'll th- I'll, now that I've got some cloud, I'll throw it around and see what I can do about that. I don't know. I might reject, just to, for publicity, I might just reject it. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> i got to find a partner now. I don't have Woody Woodrum anymore. He's a, he's a little slow. I don't know how his, his throwing arm is these days. Oh, I'm, Woody could get it done. I have no doubt okay. about that. Okay, because trust me, I'm not picking Bill Cornwell as my guy. No. <laughs> and have you seen do it, too. And have you seen Dave Walsh's uh, you know throwing arm these days? No. Uh, well, you know what? He, he, you know, it's just it's just like riding a bike. He, he, he'd come back to him. He's he's a natural. He's not even participating in flag football on Saturday. He's uh, he said he's permanently under concussion protocol. <laughs> I worked with Dave. I can understand that. His words, not mine. His words. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to recruit. I'm going to have to recruit somebody. Then I, I don't know. I will. I will find somebody. We'll find you somebody and come in and wreck yeah. this thing. Uh, Chris Dickerson's joining us. Uh, he is the editor of the West Virginia Record. Also uh, trying to push forward the proposal to name the Wayne High School football field for former coach Scott Gerald and running into some resistance. So um, hopefully we can maybe uh, ease that up a little bit. I think it should just be put into a vote. Bring it to the board, put it to a vote, and let it be shot down or approved. Either way, get, yeah. get some That's conclusion. Just it. Yeah, I just wish the board would vote on it. And like I said, you know, the five board members, they can, and I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I know the board can make something actionable on the agenda. And I don't know if it has to be the president or just a majority of the members. But even if they voted against it, I mean, at least put it out there for the five to vote on. Um, I'm, basically, I know a few of them would uh, support this idea. And I think just from what I've read, uh, body language and other things that I've been told, I think there's probably two against. So it comes down to a swing vote, probably. But uh, put it out there, Let's, you know, one way or the other, and I'll let it go for a few years until 
there's a new superintendent or a new principal or new board members, and we'll try it again. And see, that's the right attitude. Give it an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. asking for uh, yeah. You're you're asking to do something for someone who uh, will not directly benefit from the honor. I mean, this, exactly. This isn't and, a situation well, like where he's trying to glorify himself. Exactly. And you know what? And the family, uh, like I said, I've known them my entire life, and I talked to them through this whole process. I I talked to them before we even started to make sure they were okay with me doing it. And uh, But the family also has put up a scholarship in his name at the school for years and years. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't have the numbers in front of me, I think that the scholarship has provided about $21,000 worth of money over the years, just Wayne High School students, uh, you know, the fantastic family and they're selfless and they're not they're not pushing this you know I, I went to them with this idea it's just it's something that needs to be done well until we can get the field named after him let's just blow blow up that scholarship what do we need to do to blow that thing up well as as of right now it's actually on hiatus uh they're you know they they're not doing anything right now but uh if they ever decide to do something i'll uh, let you know and we can talk about that again okay yeah, that'd be a great yeah. plan. I mean, so, as a fallback until you get this thing pushed through, I would blow that scholarship up. Yeah, yeah. That's you know they uh, the whole the whole family loves Wayne. Even the ones who don't live there and who didn't go to school there, they they feel they still feel very strongly about their community, and they know everyone knows how important Scott was. And as I was talking to his wife Carol not long ago about this. You know, it doesn't matter if his name's on there. I think it should be, but his legacy will be remembered whether it's on a uh, stadium at the high school or not. And really, to be honest, you're asking for the naming of a field. I think that leaves room for the stadium to be named after another coach. I think that's fair. I, yeah, you, I think you, you're exactly you've got right. room. Yep. Exactly. You know, that's that's what they've done at Marshall, and it worked well. Uh, you know, so many. So many places have done that around the country. They even, you know, they do it with basketball arenas and the court itself. You know, it's it's an easy fix, and it's the field just needs to be named after Coach Gerald. And, and, and it's just plain and simple. I, you know, my 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 profession, I'm supposed to be objective, and I can be. And I look at this and I say, I don't know how you couldn't name that field after the man who literally built it and then figuratively built the program. Chris Dickerson, our guest. You can read his work at the West Virginia Record, and, of course, uh, you can follow him on Facebook for probably uh, more updates on this than I can give you in a timely manner. And what are you working on with the uh, West Virginia Record that might uh, interest people? Uh, anything sports-wise? Uh, you exposing crime? Are you like the uh, print version of Kenny Bass? <laughs> uh, no, we're, uh, you know, of course— well, we don't have so much to write about with the Supreme Court now that the uh, one justice is in prison and a few other have stepped down. Uh, you know, the, the court finally seems to be getting its footing back under it and uh, headed in a positive direction. They seem to be getting along well and no infighting from what I can gather. So that's all good. Uh, and nothing really right now on the sports front, although there was a lawsuit filed the other day regarding the uh, sports betting at the casinos around the state that we'll be writing more about as it develops. Yeah, I'm interested in that. So when you've got more, I definitely want to have you back to talk about that. That's uh, that's okay. fascinating to me, the fact that yeah. uh, you push for this sports betting, you get it, and then you've got the casinos, the uh, the opportunity to get the app going or get an app, an online component, yep. and just drop the ball completely because somebody didn't right. do their homework or they were lied to or both. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, one or other or both. Exactly. 
it'll be this will be this one will be quite an interesting one to follow for sure. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, anytime you uh, want to come yeah. back, Chris, uh, you're more than welcome, and uh, I'd love to hear more on that story as you get something. And of course, f- folks can okay. uh, follow you at yeah. the West Virginia Record. What's the easiest way for them to either subscribe or follow online? Uh, just go to uh, our website, which is wvrecord.com, and you can sign up for uh, an online newsletter. You'll get a newsletter every Tuesday morning with the uh, week's top headlines. And, uh, you know, we, we have we do have a print edition, but it's primarily in the Charleston area right now. So you can pick it up at over 100 uh, sites around the Charleston area. I'm sending Bill Cornwall up to get my edition every day. Oh, well, fantastic. I'm, I'm just going to send him to go up and get my print copy every day. You know, if you get maybe like get that at like a GoMart or somewhere close by, we could, we can make that happen. <laughs> I like I like that plan. Chris, good uh, talking you to know, you, man. Next, uh, next time we're on, we can talk about restaurants in Huntington. We can talk about trick-or-treat, you know, whatever you want to talk about. You know, you've got an interesting combination of um, dignitaries that follow you on social <laughs> media, like the communications director of Huntington, uh, yeah. The grand poobah of uh, of all commerce in Huntington, Bill Bissett. I think that's mm-hmm, his official mm-hmm. title. I don't know what his official title is. He's president of something. His name is Poobah. That's his actual middle name, uh, Bill Poobah Bissett. Bill Poobah Bissett. And, of course, uh, Brian Chambers, yep. whose uh, main function is to tell everyone in the city of Huntington when trick-or-treat is. Yep. And, uh, uh, yeah, he, he loves to remind people of that, too. Do you have that date, by the way, for, for Wayne? Just to Well, you know. Well, uh, actually, before I got on here, I called the town of Wayne. They said that they were going to wait to see what Huntington does, so they would be calling Brian regularly to see what's going on, and then they would decide after Brian tells them. Okay, fair enough. Um, and uh, yeah. also, um, can you help him? He he has this fixation of calling Huntington's viaducts underpasses for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> well, I, I know that he used to have an AC style book. I don't know if he does anymore or not, so... I, I can't help him. I really, I, I, I just, I can't help him. But uh, thanks for the trick or treat update. And of course, uh, yeah, on a serious note, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to see where this goes. And uh, definitely want to have you back on soon to talk uh, all things sports betting in West Virginia. All right, anytime, Paul. Appreciate it. Chris Dickerson. He's going to be soon a Hall of Famer in the journalism department at Marshall University, and uh, he is, of course, uh, a pretty good guy. And uh, you can follow him more at the West Virginia Record. We're going to take our first time out. Come back. Come. Back with some sports scores. Last night's action in the NBA, the NHL. We got a couple of elimination games coming up tonight. We're going to talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, April 23rd edition. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. A reminder, our phone lines, when we are able to open them up, you know who they're brought to you by. Well, if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now. It's Miller Lite. You can always join the program when we open the phone lines up at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite. Hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We've got a lot of action to talk about, of course. Uh, coming up tonight, we'll have the game for you. 705 is going to be first pitch. It's going to be Arizona and Pittsburgh. Listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And there's lots of NBA and there's lots of hockey action to talk about tonight. I'm going to primarily talk about hockey just because I've been watching most of that. 
But you've got Orlando and Toronto. That is uh, game five that's coming up tonight. Uh, they're throwing that on NBA TV. And you know what Charles Barkley says about that. That's just the game that you don't want to watch. Uh, you also have got uh, Brooklyn and Philadelphia. That's an 8 o'clock tonight on TNT. And then uh, they have got Denver and the Spurs. And I believe that one's also going to NBA TV. And then you've got Oklahoma City and Portland. Uh, that's an elimination game. And that's coming up late tonight, 1030. I'm not staying up late for that because I am going to be devoting my energy to two Game 7s. I love Game 7s in the NHL. Toronto and Boston, that's been a great series. 7 o'clock tonight, I'm going to be watching a lot of that. Uh, I did a, um, I did a sort of a straw poll here in the building. Because believe it or not, I've got hockey fans I work with. So thankfully, I have a great workplace. And um, it was one guy that I could ask. He's a hockey fan, and uh, he hates Boston because he's a Yankees fan. So uh, right now, the building is uh, pulling for Toronto. Wouldn't that be great? Toronto's Canada's last hope to get a team into the second round. So you've got that coming up tonight. That's going to be fantastic. I'm telling you, that's going to be a great series. But if you want to see probably brutal, physical, put it all on the line, we're going to lay it all out there for you, Vegas and San Jose. They have developed into a nice little rivalry. This is going Game 7 tonight as well, 10 o'clock. Both these games on NBC, and uh, if you're uh, in the – Vicinity of our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. You can listen to the Toronto and Boston game. That'll be live tonight, again, on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So we've got NHL action, and uh, we have got NBA action coming up tonight to fill your schedule. And don't forget, if you're a baseball fan, we've got the Pirates for you coming up tonight. And you can hear that beginning 640 right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 with a 705 first pitch. We're going to take our final break, come back, and wrap it up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. If you missed any portion of today's show or you want to go back into the archives and listen to a previous guest or segment, you can do so by downloading our podcast. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts. We're also on Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn, Spotify. We're on Anchor. Wherever you get your podcast, more than likely we're there. If not, tell them you want to get our podcast through their service or you know what? Do what I do. Uh, if you have an iPhone, just uh, subscribe through Apple Podcasts. If you've got an Android, you can get it through uh, one of the many top-level podcast apps. I like Stitcher. I like TuneIn. Those are great apps. I use Spotify a lot as well. Anchor is great. And if you have a smart device, um, program it to listen to the podcast. Uh, you have to tell it what you need to do. We don't have uh, a skill just yet, but uh, hopefully in the future we can get a skill so you can tell your device where to go and how to get our podcast. But the best way is, of course, always subscribe. It helps me out as well because uh, it gets more people uh, find the podcast, more exposure. You know what? The bigger we become, the better guests we can get. All that, it just uh, helps me, and I do appreciate your support. A lot of people are downloading the podcast, so uh, I do thank you for that. You know what? That's going to do it for this edition of the show. I'm uh, going to be back tomorrow, Wednesday edition. I'll have two Game 7s to talk about. Uh, we've got, uh, of course, a football game coming up on Saturday. You can call it a game. Scrimmage. 
controlled scrimmage. We've got that coming up, so we'll get closer to that and talk about that. And, of course, you never know what's going to happen, so that's why you need to tune in tomorrow. I want to thank my guest, Chris Dickerson. I appreciate Chris. He's got some great efforts going on trying to get a field named in Wayne for former Wayne coach Scott Gerald. Of course, you can follow Chris Dickerson at the West Virginia Record. For Chris, appreciate him coming on the show. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Going to be back tomorrow. Until then, good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. The Drive with Paul Swan. Weekdays at 5 on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.